Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome one, welcome all. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. How are you? This is Thursday. Hello, Thursday, you big 14th of January. Hey, Thursday. I do like Thursday, you know that? I, um, I've started to... I wouldn't say it's a regular thing, but Thursday now sometimes means an owl, little, little, uh, a chaser for the weekend. I don't mean in the literal chaser sense, but something, you know. Oh, you have a little uh, school night maybe, fiasco, do you? Maybe one, like, just to kind yeah. of, I don't know, is everyone else, is everyone else kind of doing a little bit more of that activity? Like Crossy said to me today, I haven't had a drink since Saturday. <laughs> And Fair he, play to him. He was chuffed at himself with that one. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people have been letting letting themselves go a little bit. Uh, the rules are gone, yeah. No, like this, look, this, the COVID stone is definitely a thing. There's a yoke today I saw, and I didn't even read out the average weight people have put on, but you're not alone by any stretch. Yeah. Look. Try and calm it down. That's all you can do. <laughs> Try and calm it down. Try and calm it down, everybody. Um, so yeah. so we didn't actually answer our question yesterday We were asked by a listener Who our favourite guest is of all time And we went around the houses about oh, loads of different guests that we liked But we never said who our favourite guest was Definitively I think I remember though just saying It's kind of hard to pick Well I would say for the best vibe afterwards I think Dr. Noel Fitzpatrick Because he was just talking to him He was just such a lovely guy And Everything about him was just this really nice vibe off him. I, I remember when I was finished the interview, I thought, wow, that was brilliant. But I think my favourite would have to be in the U2 because I was looking to try and interview them for ages and then I finally got all four of them. So that was that was great and it went really well and it was like, okay, yeah, I think that's my favourite. If I, if I had to put one up, that was the one, I think. Yeah, there's sometimes you're just certain people you meet because they're so famous and you're just a bit, you feel like everyone else listening to it. It's like, wow, I can't believe they're in front of me. It's kind of weird. I also remember we interviewed Robbie Williams. How weird that's, this sounds. Well, how, how not weird it sounds now, but back then. So we go in, into a hotel room to talk to Robbie Williams and he has a bottle of hand sanitizer on his table. And he says, listen, I hope you don't mind. I'm, you know, I can't, I can't get any germs I can't afford to get sick at the moment of a tour coming up and we were like yeah yeah grand so he I, did he shake I think he did shake hands but then as soon as he would shake hands he'd sanitise his hands he was ahead of his time he really was well that's because he's travelled with aliens I listened to a podcast with him being interviewed right 
He has been travelling with ang- uh, uh, aliens traveling twice. Traveling with, angel, with angels. <laughs> so uh, once he was in a woods somewhere in England and he heard this buzz above the trees and he looked up and there was a, a low-flying object with like black and yellow lines on it. Yeah. And it was just hovering there and it wasn't making much noise. And another time he was in LA and he was with his mates and he was standing on a balcony and he started singing some song that he was working on. And every time he started singing the song, the sun would appear in the sky. And when he stopped singing it, the sun would disappear. And he kept doing it and stopping and doing it and stopping. He called his friends out and they all came out to have a look at it. And he, he's, he's dead straight on this one. And he was asked, were you on substances at the time? He said, no, he was completely clean at the time. <laughs> that was my question for and you. And his friends came out and said, like, look at this. When I sing it, he started singing it and the, the sun would come out. And then when, uh, like, just appear in the sky, it was daylight. And then when he stopped singing it, it would disappear again. And they were going, what the hell is that? And then he kind of laughed it off. And he said this huge black thing came into the room mm. and it went really long. And it was like a dark spirit or something. This is like black nothing. And it went in through a room and everybody, everybody saw it and disappeared. So he's had a couple of otherworldly experiences, that fella. Well, my question was, because, you know, there was a time when Robbie was on a lot of stuff. You know, he was yeah. having the three and ones. He was having the whole lot. Um, so it's good that he clears up. Yeah, no, I, I, I was sober. Because that was my first Yeah, he's had some experiences, yeah. So uh, I, I've never seen anything like that. I can't ever say I was in a woods and I saw a bright light. And I think, whether it's movies or not, if people think of something like E.T., which I've been watching a lot of again, um, if that's the stereotypical UFO, a spaceship comes down into the forest and a little alien hops off and says he wants to phone home, then none of us have seen that. But how do we know that that's what it actually would be? That's Steven Spielberg's imagination. Well, there's been a lot of recent talk about this. A lot of you know, very sort of very high high level people coming forward saying that there is there's something there. Um, the most the best one I've seen, and I'm not I'm not big into all this stuff, but some people are. But uh, there's an interview Joe Rogan did with uh, a former uh, sort of captain, a military, fairly high ranking military guy who's. Air Force guy, and he described all his experiences of seeing this giant, what he calls it, the Tic Tac. If you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, he said it looked like a giant Tic Tac, and it was floating above the sea, and it came up on all the radar, and they started flying towards it, and it just flew away, but not the way normal aircraft can fly. So they don't know what it is, but they reckon it's either aliens from another planet, or somebody has technology that they're working on, and it's been around for a long time, Mm. that nobody knows how it works. And it's based on, um, it's based on magnetic forces or something like that. They can, they can go from one spot to another much faster than anything that we know of. I suppose just how do we know? How do we know that it's true or it isn't or whatever? No, no one can say for sure. So who knows? Google Tic Tac Joe Rogan, and that'll be two hours of your, of your life. You uh, never get back. You'll enjoy. Well, no, no, it's good. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, news this morning and today that uh, TikTok are going to change how the accounts of under 16s will work so the default will be that they'll be made private by default uh, it will also disallow public comments on TikTok videos made by people who are under 16 restricting them to friends or no one so it's a bit yeah. like when you do an Insta story and you only want close friends to be able to see the story a bit like what Colleen Rooney did uh, it'll be like that on a default so I don't know Obviously, the obvious reasons are, are are for good. You know, you can't bully, you can't uh, be grooming. But 
is it kind of taking away the free speech of people who are under 16 if they wanted to just talk to each other though? I don't know. It's because it's it can affect people, I think, much much worse than they realise. So if they put a lovely video of themselves mm. jumping around in their back garden, having a laugh, doing something funny, and then they start getting comments about how they look and their appearance and their weight and, you know, everything like that, it can, it can really bring people down. And under 16, I would agree with that. Like, you're not ready under 16 for the how nasty trolls can be. So... Mm. You know, look at look at our our friends and Little Mix and all the stuff they went through, and they were older than sixteen. So yeah, I reckon there's so many nasty people on online that if you put anything out there, you're going to get somebody saying something negative, and you just don't. You're not able for that when you're under sixteen. I think this will happen much more uh, widely now on on social media, and I'm talking about stuff that isn't even out yet, and maybe the new versions of uh, the equivalents of of WhatsApp. Because what's going to happen now is the executives of these companies are going to be held liable uh, like the the directors the the big wigs if they fail to comply with any of the rules that are issued and they'll get they can get prison time but they can also get fined um in relation to how much their turnover is so on your facebook your turnover is 34 billion if you get fined a proportion of that you don't want to be the guy at the end of a zoom or the girl going i'm really sorry i don't know how it happened yeah, no, it's going to, some of the some of the some of the channels are a little bit loose, and you see things you shouldn't be seeing. You see people jumping off cliffs, diving into the sea, and they have a warning, all right, saying you could die doing this. But that's not kind of good enough, you know. No, no. You, you know, yeah, you you shouldn't be able to go onto a social network and see somebody being killed. You know, no, that's that's not what it's for. Unfortunately, the things about social media is once once the thing is released, it then it's in the hands of the public, so they kind of yeah. d- determine what way it goes, the mood it takes. Um, I just I look, I think it's overall it's a good idea. I, I just sometimes Twitter, people are well over the age of sixteen, but they still don't understand how to use these things, and it can go wrong. So yeah. Twitter's just turned into people moaning. That's all Twitter is. Yeah. Just giving out. Saying things that they wouldn't say normally. So that's that's the TikTok news today. It's a good idea. Now, coming up on the show, if you're big into Conor McGregor and his latest fight, we'll be talking to somebody who's an expert. They're on the ground over there uh, in Abu Dhabi. And Abu Dhabi Alex, Ding Dong. Alex McCarthy is his name and he works for TalkSport, but he has relations in Crumlin. I suppose the ah. obvious, the clue was when his name is McCarthy. Yeah, Exactly. Well, he's over there and he'll, he'll be chatting to us about what's the story with Connor and his latest fight. Um, and he's, as, he's, as I said, he's on the ground. The last time anyone was on the ground for Connor McGregor's when they refused a drink from him. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll he, also have a brand new... He's a by the way. You know that? He's a publican. He is. Oh, yeah. yeah. I tell you, when he says last orders, he'd be gone out the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if you know Homestuck, you'd be gone. You wouldn't finish the sentence. He wouldn't even get to the folks bit. It'd just be, are you right there? Not tonight, you're barred. Who's going to argue with him? Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, we'll have that. Um, we'll also have a new game coming up in a second. And it's Fair City or Sex in the City. So you, you'll hear a line from either of those and you'll have to guess which it is. And it was, it went so well this morning, I think I might have another round of it next week if, if, if people want to, because it was fun. Before we even get to that bit you'll hear in a few minutes, just let us play the, the intro music for it. So you don't want to miss that. So, that's a bit later on. That's coming up. 
And that's how we start Thursday's podcast. Okay. Here we- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Here we go for the first time. Sex in the City and Fair City are in the same sentence Because they're in the same game Are you ready to play, Nobby? I am ready to play So it's very easy I'm going to give you five quotes They're either from Fair City Or Sex in the City If they're from Fair City You have to say Fair But you have to write this down first of all Because we're going to We're going to come back with the answers in a sec So Play along at home, right? So you got uh, one, two, three, four, five. You can WhatsApp that into us. The first person to write WhatsApp in the five correctly will win double cuddle mugs. Okay. Double cuddle mugs. Okay. So phone ready. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Am I gonna? So everybody ready? ready? So you know what you do. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Your five answers. Only send them in when you get the five answers, not one at a time. Only the five. Nobby, you write your answers down. We're going to come back then, and we'll have all the the answers. Are you ready? Okay. So here's the first one. There's one of five. Is this from Fair City or Sex in the City? Every time they shouted one little duck, she'd jump up and quack. <laughs> Is that from Fair City or Sex in the City? Every time they shouted one little duck, she'd jump up and quack. Uh, Number two. Okay. Because he's saving up for his own place. Come on, you know how tough the market is right now. That's number two. Oh, okay. Is it Fair City or Sex in the City? Both unbelievable programs. Number three. I've killed myself doing stuff for that man that I wouldn't I wouldn't for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Okay. So you're fairly confident with your answer so far, yeah? I'm not sure of the first one. Okay. Number four. We're going to a drive-in movie and then just stare at the stars. Oh my god, that's so romantic. Oh god, that's hard. Fair City or Sex in the City, everybody, and we get the fifth one coming up now in a second. I remember them doing drive-in movies and Sex and City. Have you seen all of it? No, but it just 
that doesn't sound extravagant enough. That's, that sounds a bit too boring almost. Not that it's a boring yeah. I mean, it's a fun thing to do, but... Well, we'll have all the answers in a second. You'll hear the actual yeah. audio from either of the programmes. And number five, get ready to send them all in, everyone. How long have you known about this? It's been in the works for a while. I'll know more details after this trip. Someone sent five that- before we'd even ask five. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so you have to send... Uh, Put in one so, and, and your number. So it's either one fair or sex, fair or sex, whatever it is. Put your name on it. And put your name on it. And after this tune, we'll come back with the answers. You'll hear the <laughs> glorious audio of either Fair City or Sex in the City. It would Best be, look, now. Will it be fair or sex? <laughs> if anyone goes through your phone today and they just see sex, sex, one, sex, two, sex. <laughs> fair <laughs> sex, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ah, right, it's it's the return of our fair Sex in the City game Okay, I got your report card here, Nobby So uh, just before this, I read, Nobby, some quotes And they're either from Fair Fair City or Sex in the City Uh, The first quote was uh, Every time they shouted one little duck, she'd jump up and quack Now you had that as fair and you changed it to sex I did I see that on your report card here Let's find out what show it was from Every time they shout one little duck, she'd oh. jump up and quack. <laughs> oh, should have left it. Oh, yes, that was Fair City was the first one. So uh, an awful lot of people got this wrong, by the way. <laughs> Number two, because he's saving up for his own place. Come on, you know how tough the market is right now. You have Fair City for this one, Nobby. Now, they're obviously in New That's York. Property price is expensive there, but equally, that could be from Carrickstown. I said Fair. Let's see what happened. Because he's saving up for his own place. Come on, you know how tough the market is right now. Yeah, hard. (laughs) Oh, nothing so far. It's kind of shocking. Number three. You know, Dublin and New York when it comes to property prices. They're so similar, yeah. Um, I've killed myself doing stuff for that man that I wouldn't. I wouldn't for anybody else. You've written down sex in the city. It has to be. You think? You think, right? Yeah. Let's find out. Let's find out. I've killed myself doing stuff for that man that I wouldn't for anyone else. God. I even cleaned his bog. I even cleaned his balls. <laughs> his bog. I've killed myself doing stuff for that man that I wouldn't for anyone else. I even cleaned his bog. Okay. Who's that now? Is that the fella from McCoy's? No, uh, well, that, that's the fella who owns the pub and he's talking about uh, Rory from Mrs. Brown's Boys. Alright. Okay. How am I doing? I said I got the first. Nothing one. so far. You got nothing right. right so far. Huey. Uh, number four was we're going to a drive in movie. And then just stare at the stars. Oh my God, that's so romantic. You said fair, Nobby. Yeah. Let's see if your logic worked. Uh, uh, let me see if it does work. Here uh, we go. Uh, we're going to go to a driving movie and then going to stare at the stars. Oh my God, it's just romantic. Well done, Nobby. Is that Orly? That is romantic. That's Orly, yeah. And I think she's got some fella on the go. I'm not too sure. I haven't seen it in a while. There's a fella with a beard living in her house looking after her. Her kid for her, and uh, I think she fancies him. Not too sure. Okay, fancied the child. Might. And the final one was how? How long have you known about this? It's been in the works for a while. I'll know more details after this trip. You've written Fair City, Nobby. Yeah. Let's find out how yeah. you did. Now that I think about it. How long have you known about uh, this? It's been in the uh, works for a while. I'll, I'll know more details after this trip. So how? So Nobby only got one. Which one? We're going to go through your WhatsApps and see. What you got? Some people thought it was going to be all five fair cities. Um, an awful lot of people got mixed up here, so it's good. It's, it's um, very so hard to know. Like it's 
They really do cross it over is. more than you think. Uh, we might have to have another round of this next week. Um, many thanks to uh, all four original cast members of Sex and the City and Wednesday night, last night's episode of Fair City. Fantastic job by, done by all actors. Well done. There's a good chance it could be someone listening from Fair City, uh, but not probably Sex and the City. <laughs> so good morning to you as well. FA 104's Instagram with cover in a click. Wake up to great savings with Ireland's young driver car insurance specialists. Cover in a click.ie. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. Well, Jim, we have Megan from Ballybrack. Will she be having the crack? Good morning, Megan. Hi, good morning. How's it going? Now, you work at the bakery in Super Value in Kalini. Yeah, I do. Have you ever had a complaint? Not that you would because you're professional, but uh, where you got someone's name wrong or something wrong on a birthday cake? No, no, we haven't. Okay. <laughs> would you be tempted to write something bold now? Nearly, nearly. <laughs> that's a nice uh, That's a nice Super Value. It's had a refit recently. Yeah, it has. It's much bigger inside. I went inside and I was expecting the old one. I was like, oh, look, it's huge now. No, it all got done up. It's lovely. Have they had Dermot Bannon around Lashed a lot of glass in the back? <laughs> no Alright So how do you do when you play Instagram? Or do you play Instagram? Yeah I do We do it every morning in the bakery we, All of us enter every morning Oh savage Brilliant That's good to yeah. know And uh, bakers and breakfast show presenters Have a similar sort of uh, time timeline of hours So Yeah early you know, morning The solidarity there between the two of us yeah. You've got more flour on you yeah. <laughs> um, do, you, do you get to wear the black and white trousers? No, we just wear plain black ones. Plain black ones, okay, right. We wear loud shoes. Okay. <laughs> Ten questions. A grand will be yours, Megan. Yeah. Come on, Megan. If you get all ten right. Okay. No help now. No, not at all. Here we go. No help, no Googling, no messing. Good luck. The game begins in three, two, one. What kind of animal is a chihuahua? A dog. What do Americans call biscuits? Cookies. What part of the body does a chiropodist specialise in? Uh, foot, toes, foot. What's the name of the giant crucifix that's in the Phoenix Park? Um, oh, I don't know. Big white yolk. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? True or false, Zara Larson has an Olympic bronze medal for synchronised swimming. What hip-hop legend is the face of Just Eat's new TV ad campaign? New plug. In Cockney slang, a monkey is £500. How much is a pony? Uh, £200. What does OPW stand for? Um, I don't know. And which Jennifer won an actress uh, Oscar for in 2015 for Best Actress? Can you repeat that? Which Jennifer won a Best Actress Oscar in 2015? Jennifer Anderson. And finally, what nationality was the famous artist Picasso? Uh, Italian. Okay. It was a decent start, Megan, decent start. <laughs> the cakes went into the oven, but they didn't rise then, did they? <laughs> no. <laughs> Need more self-raising, man. Uh, Chihuahua is a dog. Americans call biscuits cookies. Chiropodists specialise in feet, so you're the first three right. The Papal Cross is the name of the big 
giant crucifix in the Phoenix Park. Oh. Yeah. Zara Larson surprisingly does not have an Olympic medal for synchronized swimming. You got that, and you got Snoop right. Uh, Twenty-five. <laughs> Twenty-five pounds is a pony. All right, give us a pony. OPW is the Office of Public Works. Jennifer Lawrence is the actress who, and she fell over going up to get her award. Oh. She won Best Actress in 2015. <laughs> that, yeah. Although some people think she, she did it on purpose. And uh, Spanish, Pablo Picasso was Spanish. You don't know. His, oh, okay. Did not know his first name was Pablo. So this week I know that, and I know how many holes are in a bird's eye potato waffle. Well done. You got five today. Okay. <laughs> We're sorry, Megan. Okay. We hope you continue to listen every morning though and try and get the ten again. I will do. Thanks for playing F104's Instagram. Thank you. I've, I've rarely met any female who uh, doesn't have sort of daydreams that they'd love to have lived many years ago when it was all horses and carriages and nice dresses and stuff. Like you know? Bridgerton, like? Yeah, because Claudia Jessie thinks her character in Bridgerton would fit in better now than she ever did back even in, 19, in, 1890, in 1813 where it's set. And that's when the new Netflix period is on. And uh, Claudia says her character, Eloise, has similar values to modern women. She's probably as close to the audience as you're going to get, I think, in terms of social climate and like, how we think and stuff like that. So um, she fits in now. She'd be your best mate now, but she's probably a bit annoying then. <laughs> I'm going to make a sweeping statement here, but I think even from the early 1800s to now, the same things will annoy women and the same things probably make them happy. Oh yeah, of course. I don't think they'll have changed that much really when you, when you get down to the core of it. I'm uh, sure your man Rembrandt invented the selfie. That's true. Uh, Phoebe, I, I don't know how to pronounce Sally Webster's real surname. It's, it's Dynaver, I think it is. So Sally's daughter Phoebe's in it as well, and she has to fast forward through the uh, action scenes when she showed her man da uh, uh, the show oh before dear. everyone else. You, you can imagine, like she's not going to want to. Like she's, I think she's in her mid twenties now, but still, still, yeah, that's half half the show is going uh, very fast with with shirts and things being ripped off. She said Sally's proud of her performance Which has seen her become a global Netflix star In just a few weeks I'd say Sally Because she's Sally in real life as well She's like I've been working for How many years in Carnation Street And you just come in With your Netflix show And suddenly everyone in the world Knows who you are That's brilliant isn't it Mm. She must be very proud of her Tom Cruise has taken an extreme step To ensure the Mission Impossible 7 crew Are following coronavirus regulations Remember we shouted at them before And you And you the yep. Hollywood star has invested in two robots <laughs> right. to patrol the set as filming continues. It's very futuristic. It comes after recording a Tom ranting at staff about COVID rules released last month. So he's obviously said, if you're going to record me, I'm going to record you. I imagine robots record everything. Release the robots. I can confirm <laughs> this morning the Virgin Media, and why would they lie, have said Love Island will be on our screens this year. Right. The South African winter version was postponed, but yesterday, the boss, Bill, announced that it will return this year. Before we know well, it... All they be- ha- yeah, all they have to do is get the contestants who are in it, who are going to be in it now, and bubble them up. Bubble them up, yeah. So it, sh- it should work. Um, they are looking towards the end of the year, and he doesn't see any reason why it won't happen. So you'll get your fix, hopefully. Oh. You know the world's getting back to normal when you see Love Island back. And Bruce Willis is in an, aw- an awful uh, bit of grief this morning because he, he was asked to leave a, a store because he wouldn't put a mask on. 
He just refused, did he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's you know he's, he's an alpha, so he's probably. Do you have just, a letter from his doctor? I don't think so, but most alphas of his age, you can't really tell them. They just want to make up their own rules. He seems to be a kind of a grumpy man, anyway. Yeah. Ashton so. Kutcher did that to him. <laughs> yeah. Can I come and live at your house, well? So, Snoop Dogg and Eminem beef is all good now, apparently. Snoop Dogg has quashed the rumours. Rap music fans can breathe a sigh of relief as two of the biggest names and heavyweights uh, say that their beef is over. Um, after the former's recent comments on a social media post, um, the Instagram profile Rap Cypher, which has over 32,000 followers, posted a picture yesterday which featured Snoop and Eminem alongside Dr. Dre, and the caption post alongside it read, I wonder what, sh- what changed. I love, I love the way it gets in at the 32,000 followers. You've more than that. <laughs> and Snoop made a comment underneath it, nothing. We good. With an arm flex la- uh, emoji. I don't think Snoop was driving it as much. I think it was more Eminem, really. Yeah. In recent times, anyway. Well, it got fairly serious I for know, a while there. I know. Well, I said on it last week, like, this is all going out on Insta stories. Years ago, they just shoot each other. Yeah, you know it's a bit. It is. Well, a bit there different. was. If you like McGregor and Khabib, you know, at one stage. Yeah, speaking of Conor McGregor, we have a man on the ground in Abu Dhabi. We'll be catching up with him a little bit later on in the show this morning. If you want to know what the latest is, the rumors are, what the hotels are like, it's all coming up. Uh, if you were expecting Bond to land in April, sorry, not going to happen. We moved again. I think everybody just thought thinks, yeah. So why don't they, why don't they? Why don't they just go stream it? Like, I know, but why not? Everyone else is doing it. I don't know. Alan Carr says that his close friend Adele could release her new album next month. During a recent interview with uh, Grazia, Alan teased fans by saying he's already heard some of the new tracks and it's amazing. And now this is the breakup album again, isn't it? Because like she split up with her husband while she would have this yeah, would have been post breakup. And she's obviously looks ma- vastly different now and. He says her voice is still the same. He's heard the music. He said even though she's lost weight, it's, it doesn't sound different. She recorded it in, in London and she flew into London to do it, finished working on her fourth studio album, which I presume will be her age again because her other three albums have been her age when she was releasing it. What would it be now, 40? No, what age is she? Was The last one was what, 27? Was it? Or 21? I think it was 27, yeah. 27, so she must be 33 now. Here's Alan. 35? Anyway. It's Adele. Dad is there. Yeah. I've actually <laughs> I've I've heard some tracks on it. Amazing. Oh my gosh. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. But the thing is, can I just say this? I remember she um it, they change all the time because they're they're really rough things. I can't you know, if it's like, what's it like, what's it like? But I said to her, I said, that voice is like it's like an old friend. It's like an old friend. Because you know there are some people in the charts who sound a bit like Adele, and you go, "Oh, they sound Adele." And then when you hear Adele's voice again, you go, "Oh no, there's only one. There's only one Adele." Alan, her voice hasn't gone skinny, has it? No, no, no. She's still got a chunky but funky voice. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> chunky but funky. <laughs> if you had told me someone's going to replace Stacey Dooley at anything, I'd be very annoyed because I love her. But. They've managed to do it in a, in a good way. So she's moving off Britain's next makeup star and Maya is going to take over. Stacey Dooley from Maya Jamma, okay. It's all right, no? 
Yeah, it's all right. I mean, I'd love to go to the cinema with with both of them, so it's it's okay. It, it all it all ends well. <laughs> um, Paul Meskel, he was happy to give some tips on perfecting the Irish accent. I wish he'd spoken to Jamie Dornan. Do you? Yeah, it's a bit too late now. But he was appearing on the American talk show overnight, and he he said on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Um, here is some of the tips that Paul gives to Stephen when he's asked how to do it in Irish accent. A general rule of thumb is with the like ors, like if you were to say car, far, that's all the ors I know. <laughs> it's it's that kind of hard or. It's r, 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 like pirates. R, r. Kind of like pirates, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. True. True enough. Fair. 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 So Sarah Jessica Parker, um, she's never been in Fair City, but she would have loved our game. She was doorstepped in New York City on her way to a shop. So she was um, on her way and uh, she uh, she revealed that Sex and the City Reboot isn't looking for a fourth character to replace Kim Cattrall. So we knew this already, but she's speaking through her mask uh, and there's a background noise. It's good to hear hear from the horse's mouth. What can you tell us about the new season of Sex and the City? Nothing yet. It's, it's called um, And Just Like That, and we haven't started shooting the writers who just opened up. When do you think you'll start filming? We're not sure yet. I think uh, the vaccine is playing a major role in that decision. Have you started looking for the fourth girl yet? The casting for the... It's, it's not quite as uh, black and white as that. It's I'm sorry, not, we're, not, it's, it's, we're not looking to, to, to create a, a fourth character. We have New York City as a, as a fourth character. There will be lots of interesting new characters that we're excited about. What are you most looking forward to? Just meeting with the girls and hanging out? Just being with the women, the women, not girls, they're women. Yeah, they are. <laughs> being with the women again and shooting in our city that we love and hoping to be part of um, a city that's um, able to support artists and culture and institutions that have been um, closed down and the businesses that, that have been hurt in the, in, the, in the process. That's amazing. Congrats to the store again. Thanks I appreciate so much, it. Nice- Thanks so much. So she says they're not girls, they're women. So she also feels they're a bit too old to be doing it. Then clearly, well, uh, she's mad doing that. Like to, to stop and talk to us with TMZ or wherever that fella is. Now everyone will be doing it because it's like if she, he got so much stuff from her, they'll all be at her. So be, now she yeah. can't go to the shops anymore. You want to get himself a selfie stick so he get the microphone a bit closer to her gob. That would help. It's a fantastic time to be a Star Wars fan. Late last year, Disney dumped the hell a lot of entertainment. So there's actually 11 uh, new projects in, uh, on the way. They announced 10, then they announced another one. So there's 11 on the way. Uh, one of those is a TV series that will focus on Obi-Wan Kenobi with Ewan McGregor. Uh, we know that the series is, uh, is set to be 10 years after the events of uh, Revenge of the Sith with the blue lightsaber uh, Jedi exiling himself on Tatooine. They're like, but um, there could be a... They're like Stephen Donnelly, the way they just keep changing the numbers of vaccines they can get. Oh, we're going to give you 10 movies. Actually, no, we're going to get 12. It's grand. Um, yeah, we're going to give you uh, 12 movies. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, we're very excited about Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, coming back. So leave anyway, Neeson wants to be back in. Yes, if there could be a last-minute character inclusion. Now, Liam Neeson's character was brilliant in the... It's like So it would have been the first movie, number one. Not the first one ever filmed, but the first one in the series. And here he remembers the coolest moment he experienced in the first film. Well, I remember it being incredibly cool when, at the start of the, when we started shooting The Phantom Menace, the, the first Star Wars film, 22 years ago, three years ago, uh, being handed uh, like a box, and there were like four lightsabers in it. 
from George Lucas, and he said, pick your lightsaber. And it was a real ceremony. And I picked one because it was green, because I'm Irish. That was my favorite. (laughs) You got a real one. I wouldn't be admitting that either. They'll come into your gaff and try and rob it. Samuel L. Jackson got a purple one. He wanted the purple one. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Nicely made the green one, though. But it's a great time to be Star Wars fans. So much stuff coming. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, the new series. Uh, the Vivienne has some advice for uh, the new round of contestants taking part in RuPaul's Drag Race UK. The second series starts tonight on BBC Three. Uh, you can watch it on the BBC iPlayer, but we can't. Uh, but the Vivienne, who won the first series, says the drag queens should embrace the opportunity. Just walk into the workroom and have fun. Treat every day and every challenge as a new thing. Just have fun. Don't get in your head. Be yourself. Be kind to people and just have a ball. Good advice in general. Welcome to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the TV series will be set thousands of years before the movies, where we can confirm that much news we know this morning. Three years ago, this has been in the works. Wow. So Peter Jackson did the original ones. It's not going to be him again, is it? Uh, the original film is created by Peter Jackson. Um, no, it's in production with Amazon, but they are still oh, shooting it in New Zealand. Visit New Zealand. They'd have to, yeah. You'd have to. It just looks looks real. real Where's awesome. that going to be now? Oh, Amazon, okay, right. So that's going to be massive. Amazon Prime, yeah. Star Wars and the thing that inspired it all in one dish. Savage. Uh, the boss of Virgin Media Bill Malone Leave Malone He said Love Island Will return to screens Before the end of 2021 But how Bill But how Maybe Bill has a crystal ball I don't know What's he saying um, Well that's good That's good, good that they're Planning stuff like that even Stacey Solomon has made her own 65 pence wedding favours Oh yes She's getting married As you know To Joe And uh Normally people would leave sort of more expensive things, but she's doing a really small-scale wedding. Okay. And she's also a cleaning blogger. And uh, she gave her step-by-step guide as she crafted her wedding favours, which are just basically some leaves and some flowers tied together, which is very, very old school. Uh, Yeah, or when the teacher asks you, we're going to make a nature table in class. Can everyone bring something in? Now... My opinion. She her, got some empty coasters from eBay for sixty-five p, and she bought bulk bought twenty for thirteen pounds. Wow! So you can get that sorted for yourself. Sixty-five cents. A bit stingy when you're so wealthy, no? So last week I found out. Like I think she's go crack anyway, but I I kind of I want to do this nearly. She gets all the crisps in her house, and she gets a hole puncher, and she puts a little. You know, cut into the bag, not not to cut the, cut it open, but to hang yeah. all the crisps on a rail in her kitchen press. So when you open the press, it's just like a walk-in wardrobe of crisps. But hang on, but that not so it doesn't burst the bag, so the, they're not wherever, getting stale. Wherever she nips it with the hole puncher, she makes sure that the bag doesn't burst. Yeah, I don't know how you do that because I mean the seal is right at the top. I think she just must get it on the seal before you can break it. So you'd like a wardrobe of crisps to yeah. go to on Friday nights? Yeah. And just push past the old... Be like crisp roulette, past the chickpeas and just up to the top rail with just a revolving crisp wardrobe. Some people, though, that that's it, that seems to me now like a little bit too extreme. That's like, like there's oh, a bit is, too much is. time on the hands. Yeah. I like it, though. 
like it. It's good, yeah. I saw a woman on, online and she was showing you how to fold a cornflakes box or any cereal box down so it, it closes again and it was pretty clever. I've never seen it before. Yeah, you know, sometimes you can follow these people like Mrs. Hinch and it can actually change your life, sadly enough to admit. <laughs> yeah. And they're doing nicely out of it. Thank you very much as well. I'll always wonder what happened to Louise and Jamie Redknapp. She admits that she's always up for reuniting the band. She was in a 90s band called Eternal and uh, she's up for it. I wouldn't ever rule it out, put it like that. It would be something that would be amazing to do. I think to get up there and, and sing as a four-piece again would be pretty special. We're kind of team Redknapp on this show, aren't we? I don't have a favourites. Uh, between Unless that. it's... Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I don't have her. So Kelly Brook has delighted fans with uh, a look. She's lost two stone, right? And yeah. do you know how she's done it? And again, she's online, so. Walking? Not walking. Uh, bouncing. Bouncing on what? On a little mini trampoline. Oh. She right. Yeah, so these, these it's called a Fit Bounce. Um, they're very good. These This is the kind of same, similar training that astronauts use so you bounce on this thing for whatever amount of time every day and it sort of tightens everything up and so she's been tightened up and she swears by it she's there's pictures of her on her bouncer today I must go have a look are they on her Instagram they probably are <laughs> they are yeah you've, you've painted an incredible image in the last 20 seconds Jim an incredible image for a lot of fellas we have to go you're welcome I need to lie down after that to be honest with you uh, it was 13 <laughs> steps today if you got 13 thanks to Harvey Norman they've all the gadgets someone is going to win our very cool Harvey Norman gadget so uh, we'll be in touch Dublin's F104 it is the strawberry alarm clock and it's all going on with Conor McGregor and we can now go uh, live to Alex McCarthy from TalkSport good morning Alex good morning how you doing very good. The, the irony hasn't been lost on us that, you know, a guy who's from 20 minutes down the road, we have to connect to you in Abu Dhabi, who's, you know, quite a few hours away. <laughs> yeah, uh, just the four hours ahead, actually. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, coming out to co- co- cover Conor McGregor has been something I've wanted to do for a long time. And my family are actually from Crumlin, would you believe? I'm not. They? But uh, but they are, yeah. See, Derry Road, my, my, my nan, one of 12 was born in so there you have it so have you ever been in the Crumlin shopping centre then no I've actually only ever been over uh, briefly while I was in Dublin in general I, I kind of made a pit stop to check out where uh, my nan lived because her brother still lives there um, but yes I, I need to I need to explore it especially like the boxing club and stuff where Connor actually still goes yeah, yeah absolutely you'll have to get the, the uh, Crumlin posse tattoo now before this is all over <laughs> <laughs> so Alex McCarthy Alex McCarthy is the senior desk writer with TalkSport and he's on the ground uh, for the next few weeks over there as jobs go is that a bad one Alex would you mind going on a, on a placement to uh, the sunshine <laughs> yeah it's not too bad uh, at the moment to be fair but um, when you think Abu Dhabi and getting away to the sun uh, of course given the restrictions and the bubble we're in it's actually not as expansive as you would imagine there's um, you know they are the UFC, that is, being extremely cautious and the protocols they have in place. There's a lot going on. But is it better than being locked down at home in the UK right now? Yes, I would say it is. <laughs> so if you were going to throw a bottle of water at somebody, you'd have to sort of sanitise it first. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Connor has got all of that ready up his sleeve uh, as far yeah. as that goes. But, I mean, man, like the, the first two days... That we were out here at Fire Island, I couldn't even leave my hotel room because we had tests both days. I had a test the day before I even left. So 
had uh, you know three tests in as many days just to make sure that we could actually participate in all of the different stuff. Um, so yes, they are being proper above board with everything out here. We uh, we had a message from a listener last week that Connor was on her flight or they were coming home or and there was the reverse flight, whatever it was. So he's been there for I think about a week. Um, so I suppose the restrictions they probably in some ways don't affect fighters like this because they're always going to be in a bubble keeping everyone away from them in the build up or are they? Yeah, I mean gen- generally speaking it just it just speaks to though the freedom that you'd normally be able to have. Like while we're here, so we are in our hotel, there's and then there's the fighters hotel which I was at yesterday conducting interviews with Max Holloway of course, a former foe of Conor McGregor. Um Calvin uh, Cater and everyone else on that first card that goes down this Saturday um, and their hotel. I mean, I thought my hotel was nice. All right. It's poverty compared to where they are. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. They've got an F1 track on the hotel. There's a Marina. There's all kinds of stuff going on there. It's uh, it's insane. So I can only imagine what Conor McGregor and where he's staying looks like right now. I have seen Dustin Poirier's room and it is pretty incredible. And were you invited in or he wasn't there yet, was he? No. Um, I, so I didn't actually see it in person. Poirier posted okay, it okay. on his Instagram. But um, I did take a little tour around the hotel yesterday prior to the media obligations. And today I'll be making my way over to um, the Ahead Arena, which, of course, will be hosting the events of Fight Island. And it's a, a new arena compared to the first events that Fight Island had. So, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to exploring it. But that is the three places you can go in the bubble. And you can only go there via shuttle. So you can't even, like, walk around, cycle. Yeah, unfortunately, you can only take it in via the two hotel places, the arena and the shuttle. That is it. And a, a lot of people uh, are very excited to know that uh, Connor and Khabib are going to be in the same sort of <laughs> orbit for the mm. next few days. <laughs> Uh, yeah will they be kept I mean, away apart from each other you'd imagine so um yeah. I, obviously dana white has a meeting with khabib in in a bid to persuade him to come out of retirement that he obviously embarked upon after facing justin gage he said that he didn't want to re- uh, fight again without his dad in his corner had promised his mum that he wouldn't do so but he stayed in the testing pool of course he hasn't vacated his lightweight belt so it looks like Khabib is at least open to returning to the octagon. And apparently he's been out in Abu Dhabi for pretty much uh, the last few months. It's not just something he's flown in for the meeting either. Um, will Connor and Khabib be close? I sincerely doubt it. Uh, a lot of people reckon that the way to get Khabib back in the octagon is getting GSP, uh, Georgia St. Pierre, and making that dream yeah. fight happen. Uh, but there's no doubt about it. Dana White wants Khabib and Connor again. It's their most lucrative fight by a country mile, and you know Connor's going to want that fight again. Does Khabib? That's a different question. Uh, I think the bad blood certainly still festers. Yeah, it's amazing to think that because sometimes you know everyone. It's a bit of a certainly when there's outside of the octagon. It's oh no, he didn't. But uh, not not in this case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like how many times have we watched fights, and this goes for boxing 
and UFC, and there's all bad blood beforehand. You know, Masvidal Usman is, is a good example. And then, you know, afterwards they're shaking hands and, and hugging and they talk about that newfound respect that uh, always seems to happen after a fight. Not with Conor and Khabib. <laughs> that certainly was not the case. Uh, if anything, it got worse. So, um, I, I mean, at the end of the day, though, they both like money, I'm sure. And there is no more lucrative fight in UFC than them rematching. I think if Conor beats Poirier, yeah, I think they're on the road to do it. It's on the cards. And, and leaving your Crumlin roots aside, do you think that is the most likely outcome that Conor will do that? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Like when obviously there was an enforced break that Connor had before, and then he returned against Cerrone, blitzed him in forty seconds. It's very hard to say what we learned about Connor, other than you know because we didn't get a good look at him. But still, he looked mighty impressive in the brief time that he was in there. And Donald Cerrone, we all know that he's he's no mug. You know, he's got the most wins in UFC history, most fights, most knockouts, all of that good stuff. Uh, when you look at Dustin Poirier, he's come a long way since he last fought Conor McGregor like seven years ago. Uh, he's you know, He's got wins over some great fighters himself. He, if people forget he was extremely close to, to finishing Khabib at one point. He, you know, he had him in a, in a guillotine just moments before Khabib managed to turn it around. So mm. it's not a, an open and shut case by any stretch of the imagination, but do I expect Conor to win? Yeah. Uh, I, from all the points and what you're hearing about him training, certainly the shape that he's in as well is as good and as focused as he has been in recent memory. There's just that lingering thought, though, that people believe Poirier was hand selected because he's a southpaw, uh, a striker, and McGregor actually wants to make his way back to Manny Pacquiao this year, who has also been making noises that he wants McGregor. So, would McGregor beat Poirier and then move straight on to the lightweight title? Nobody knows. Maybe he'll make the return to boxing first. Maybe he'd do it after. But either way, there's nothing linear about Conor McGregor. Well, we'll see what he does. He's always saying that other people will do nothing. Let's see if he (laughs) he does something. soon enough. (laughs) So, Alex, if people are are following you for the next while, will you be updating uh, on social media, on TalkSport, or should they go follow you personally, or how would they keep track? Yeah, so you can find me, uh, AlexM underscore TalkSport, on Twitter, and I'll provide, obviously, updates and images, videos and stuff from my interviews. But the main core and the crux of the stuff will be at uh, TalkSport.com. and uh, on our MMA page and I'll be giving updates as well on the radio over there uh, as well as checking in with you boys oh thank you thank you uh, feel feel free to call me from I don't want to call it Dower Dublin I don't know what the weather's like over there anytime you like <laughs> it's definitely warmer <laughs> okay. where you are no doubt <laughs> <laughs> yeah.